welcome to Bad Work Stories Made Good with Emma and Karina. We're on a mission to stop those bad work stories. Work doesn't need to be a place of suffering and drama. It needs to be a place where you can have all the good times, the honesty, the trust, the good energy and collaboration to make things happen. You know, we here take everyday situations and apply practical and kind strategies. I was going to say solutions. Some of them are solutions (laughs) to improve. And, you know, you can take what resonates with you and put it in your toolkit. We want practical ideas here so that you can improve your work life. We've got to stop this. We've got to stop the suffering. And we also have a very big extensive back catalogue of work. So whatever situation you're uh, dealing with at work, we might have a solution for you. So join us every week or subscribe and you'll get notifications. So um, yeah, lots of good stuff is there for you. And we want to um, support you to achieve our mission. (laughs) So welcome back. And Karina is with me. Hello, hello, hello. How is beautiful Emma in New Zealand? Very good. Blue skies here. And how are you in Spain? You're in the... the Well, I'm in the dark. I'm in in the the dark. dark. (laughs) <laughs> I'm in the dark I mean yeah we're, we're heading into you know we're into our late autumn early winter um, and it's definitely a difference in the change of temperature but I'm kind of happy that you're having the sun you know the warmth we've still got some warmth nice. yeah. Um, yeah. but yeah Europe is heading into the winter oh well so how can we shine the light what are we shining the light on this what week are what's, we shining the light on? Well, what's the situation <laughs> what's the bad work story for this week well hands up if you have one thing that's on consuming your attention as we hand it to the end of the year and it's all about end of year performance reviews mm. I'll say that one more time end of year performance reviews who would rather go to the dentist honestly <laughs> yeah. like like seriously, yeah. Emma, do you know anyone who actually enjoys this process? No, I, I, no, <laughs> no, exactly. And you know, it's it struck me that you know a lot of clients I'm talking to at the moment are heading into this. You know, they're they're starting to you know look at this and and just the you know on an individual level and at a leadership level, the stress and anxiety you know that's coming up for people around. Okay this process right yes it's a big burden isn't it and it seems like at the end of the year it's the last thing you need on top of actually performing and delivering you then have to do all this work on review I know I know and so you know and it's kind of like so I thought that that would be a really interesting thing for you and I to kind of you know back and forth on this week and you know to shine some light as you said and and so I think it'd be interesting if we looked at it from a like the individual and the bad work story individually is that pressure. Well, you know, I think is is the pressure that people get under, right? You know, like, and I know it's, but you know, there's a transparency to it and all of that. But again, this kind of ingoing anxiety and stress if you're a recipient, you know, you're a team member, and then as a leader, you kind of get a double whammy, which is, you know, you're a participant as well, right? You know, your your leader, you know, whoever, you know, the, the picking order is going to give you, you know, you're going to go through the same process. But if you are leading a team, we also have the other interesting piece, which, um, you know, I, um, again, you know, I'm curious if you've come across this, 
with, you know, leaders being asked to, you know, nominate their two slots for high performance, mm. right? You know, like I, regardless of the overall performance or the issues or, you know, what the team has been through in the last 12 months, it's kind of like, you know, you and I could be running, um, you know, teams for the same organisation and regardless of the team's performance, yeah. you get yeah. to and I get to. And maybe your team has done incredible out of this universe work for a very, you know, high VUCA in, involved situation this year. And mine's kind of, you know, been plodding along, done a good job, but I still get the right to have two slots for high performance. And of course, this is the grunty end of it, isn't it? You know, because it's about pay, it's about bonuses, you know, um, that happen in, you know, 2024. So, yeah, so... Have you come across it? What's what's your kind of absolutely? Yeah, and no, I do have a client who's just been working at, who brought the same topic to me last week and said, "Oh wow, really? yeah, I can't, yeah, I can't believe that you know it's so hard to try and um, yeah do this and and as a team as a leadership team they've been trying to even it out so that it is more. I mean, I think the thing is we want to be we want to be um, recognizing high performance. Um, mm. And we want to be developing those who may not be there yet. So, I mean, mm. there's a reward for everyone. There should be reward for everyone at the end of the year. But but to have to do this, um, yeah, uh, I don't know, arbitrary, you know, allocation. Um, mm. And we should be looking at it more creatively. And that's definitely um, what my client was saying is we, we want to look at it as more as a holistic, you know, how did the team perform? Who are our high performers? How can we recognize those? You know, and so, yeah, it's, it is an odd system. It's very clunky and not human, is it? Recognizing mm. <laughs> humans. Yeah. And it's kind of like the system. Um, and uh, one particular client I was talking to, they use the nine box system. Have you ever you come across that? No, uh, I haven't. Yeah, it's quite contentious, you know, that I'm learning in the HR world, um, oh. you know, around because it plots uh, future potential against actual performance, and you've got like low, medium, and high categories, mm -hmm. and literally, you know, it's it's like you know, nine, literally nine boxes, and and you get actually put into a box, like literally. God, let me out of the box. <laughs> let me out of the box. And, you know, so it's kind of the, you know, like the contention is around like the lack of objective criteria that right. can you know, come into play. And, and of course, you know, um, once labelled and you get, you know, you get, you know, like, oh, that that's, you know, Karina's in that box or Emma's in that box. Yeah. It can be, it can create a bias, right? And that can follow you, you know, through your career and organisation and be hard to break out of. So I really, um, and, and this, you know, if anyone's using this, you know, um, do you realise it was developed in the 1970s? Oh, you know, right. so it's like, I mean, really, like, you know, is there, are there other alternatives? And I'm sure on, any, anyone from the 21st century here. I'm in love to hear from some many HR directors who have some different systems and perspectives on this, you know, to really, like you said, like be creative. Mm. And, and meet the needs of uh, of a modern world and, you know, celebrating individual performance across the board. So how do we make this good, Emma? Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, yeah, well, for me, a couple of things come up. I mean, definitely, you know, this is an end of a process. This is a time when, you know, for me as individual and as a leader, we should be reflecting um, holistically on, uh, on the mm. year performance. Um, so this is not a time for the petty, 
um, small, <laughs> you know, like, oh, that day you did that thing that really, you know, annoyed me or didn't help us move forward. Whatever it was, whatever that thing was, if it wasn't brought up in the time and the moment, it is not a coaching is not a coaching conversation. An mm. end of year review should be holistic. It should be the helicopter. And I say not not the laser pointer, <laughs> you know. Mm. So it should be bringing in a lot more, um, I would say qualitative. You know, we aren't, you know, yes, quantitative comes into it. And we've talked about, you know, because the output will obviously be or what can be, uh, you know, a, a salary review, a bonus, um, and things like that. But I do think that um, looking at it holistically, looking at, you know, your performance um, in, in a way of how you've interacted with others, how you've contributed to the team, um, how you've, um, you know, been, been a performer at all levels in, in mm. the team and in your role. So you do need to look at it with a different lens. So that, that's the first bit for me. Yeah, yeah, totally. And um, I guess what I, you know, like I hear in that, Emma, is around the, there should be no surprises, right? You know, so, you know, as as you're going into this kind of like, it's end of year review, it's kind of like a summary, isn't it? It's like, you know, this, is, this has been, you know, whether you've had quarterly or monthly or whatever your system is that people can get, have high engagement with, high ownership of. Actually, you know, God, could we actually get excited about this? Yes. You know, yes. and um, and celebrate and have and have that kind of energy around um, you know accomplishment, pride, excitement, and and excitement for future development too, right? You know, I was going to say even learnings, excited about God. Remember, I we did that project back in in January, and it was you know, and this went wrong, and that went wrong. You know what I learned from that? I learned exactly. from and that. This is yeah. yeah, and this is how I've implemented it through the year yeah. on other projects, right? So it's kind of like, you know, you know, and, and maybe this is a bit radical, contentious in itself to say this, but it's like, you know, this beast is has a life of its own and it feels yeah. almost like apart from the allocation of money, it has no other purpose. Yeah. And, you know, that might be like you'd have no idea what you're talking about, Karina, but it's kind of like, you know, if what is the human objective here? Like if you are actually engaging with people on a regular basis, people are doing, you know, their own self-assessment. It's a bit like at school, right? You know, how, you know, like I know there are still end-of-year exams going on out there, but actually a lot of schools and, and classes have shifted to self-assessment and internal assessment. Mm -hmm. and, and the end-of-year exam might be kind of like, you know, a lower percentage towards a higher grade kind of thing. But acknowledgement of how people learn, um, how we integrate things and what's really important. So I think, the, you know, there's a challenge, you know, to, to HR um, out there and to leaders to take ownership back of the system. Totally. You know, how can you humanise it and make it fit for purpose in a values, purposeful, aligned, transparent world? Not to, mention, not to mention Gen Z, you know, a digital oh. natives coming through, right? So they're supposed to be going, oh, my God, what, what archaic specimen is this? <laughs> exactly. It must seem so odd for them to have to go into this environment because they've never been brought up with it. I mean, you know, we know that, um, and we, you know, talking about that sort of school environment can trigger some of our fixed um, mindset so that you know you know we need to be shifting out of the you know what it triggers for us when we were at school and some of us you know we're at school a long time ago 
and you know did feel like very very much um, judged or criticized or you know we weren't encouraged and so when we go onto these reviews we can often feel that's triggering the same feelings for us yeah. um, and we want to be stepping in with as leaders bringing people into growth mindset so that we're opening them up for their potential um, we're coming to the end and we're saying you know this is how far you've come and this is you know where, where you're at but but we want them to be positive for the future and we don't want people to walk out and I know myself and and others included having walked out from a performance review and going into the Christmas break or the end of year going should I be looking for another job like, oh, you know, really like I just oh, think no. like, you know I don't, I don't know if I'm actually um yeah this is feeling very odd <laughs> yeah so you know so on on the kind of system approach you know like if anyone is a uh, kind of resonating with this you know maybe it's time to you know have those conversations with your hr you know business partners or director um other members of your executive team you know um to actually look at like is you know can like for 2024 can we have a more human system can we look at that, you know, what other, um, you know, what other alternatives are out there to do that? And, you know, do we need anything, you know, like, and how do we, how do we tie all of this up with the money end of things? So that could be a really interesting challenge, you know, for, for people. And I think yeah. that kind of leads for me onto the next piece, which is, you know, individuals versus the team. Yeah. You know, so much today is about, you know, you know, collaboration within the team. Yeah. And so, and, and, yeah, yeah, and, go, and agile, envir agile environments are very team based. And in fact, you know, and thing uh, clients I'm working with who are working in agile are saying, look, there's so much more feedback and review that comes at the end of a sprint or a, mm, a project or a delivery project, out yeah. of agile that is team based and not leader based. So, you know, there's a lot more feedback in an agile system. And in fact, teams should be recommending and should be feeding into this process of um, performance because, and, and 360s maybe, maybe a part of it for some people. Um, certainly leaders often get 360 degree feedback that's fed in. Um, so, yeah, so I think looking at it from team review um, is another good part. I mean, I would be talking to the team around um, a person and saying, how are they, you know, how do you, because you know, you're not the ultimate arbiter as a leader on, on someone's performance. Um, mm. They are working in a team. Yeah. Thoughts yeah, no, yeah, totally get that. And and for me, it's also the money end of things, right? Mm -hmm. You know, like play the example out. You've got a, like, you know, one of the we started with, which is, you know, if you've got a team of like everyone, how do you decide? Emma yeah you've got a, your team has had an incredibly hard year it's like yeah. you know I'm just kind of painting the picture here um you've had an incredibly you know challenging year your team has performed above and beyond and you know say you've got I don't know you know six out of ten have been absolutely outstanding and four have been really really good but you know the others have been kind of you know a little bit better or something and um I mean, you, you literally may have six people who you go, they, those, those six, if not the whole team, deserve yeah, yeah. those slots. And the system says, nah, sorry, you can only have two walk through that door, get the golden handshake or those suitcase with the money in it. You know, you are the winners. <laughs> and I just think, you know, wow, like 
from a leader's perspective of stress about the impact on other people. And I'm, you know, I mean, you know, one of the things that we, you know, we value highly within, you know, the facilitation style that, you know, people have heard me talk about and yourself, you know, both of us around, you know, the Zenergy approach is that, you know, decisions are made by the people who are impacted by them, right? It's one of the, one of the core value systems. And so, you know, this lead, this, you know, this burden of leadership to actually assign, like, this is major power. And well, it's also, yeah, it becomes like it becomes like a um, a bidding war because I've been in these roles where yeah. you know yeah. like, but my team, but my two, mine this, I need mm-hmm. more, I need more. Um, and you know, again, I would say you need to look at it holistically. You need to look at you know, if you are in a leadership position, you're looking at for performance organization wide. This exactly. is not about campaigning for two people yeah. or you know, this is about being big enough to say, you know what, honestly, Karina, your team has has uh, performed and delivered and, you know, are above and beyond. I am happy <laughs> for, you yep. know, your team to receive my, you know, my extra. But I feel bad about that, right, already, because I'm thinking, geez, but, you know, what about my team? They they actually are, are struggling, you know, uh, economically, times are yeah, tough. You know, exactly. They need it. They need it. They need a booster as well. Um, so I think that just this allocation of money is is a bad. It, it needs review. So we, there's other yeah. things you can bring to give people other yeah. things. Yeah, yeah. and all, and and just while we, you know, the money piece. What what about the crazy alternative here? Where you you know like if if the system is you know is you know you know it's like the you know moving regardless you get two people that get bonus and I get two people who get bonus right and that's it that's as much as anyone can get right well then would it be that crazy that I if if we said okay so I said look great give me that money and that money is going to come to my team and my team will decide how it is distributed or what it is spent on oh that's a crazy idea there's a crazy idea, right? So again, you know, like, so say we have X amount of dollars come in and and then we get together as a team and we go like, okay, cool. So here's, here's our bucket. How do we want to, you know, split it, you know, like divide it up? I love it. And actually having that adult conversations around, you know, like performance and people talking about stuff and like it could be as simple as, you know, and then operating consensus on, um, the decision making, and or it may be selective consensus where you know everyone has an input, but um, you know you don't hold it back. Or it might be, hey, the leader says, look, you know, I'll have the casting vote, but I want to really listening. I want to listen to everyone's needs and input and perspectives. But um, you know, ideally, I'd say, hey, look, go for consensus. You know, really talk it out, mm. and uh, you know, arrive at an alignment and agreement on what to do. But it could be equally shared. Or it could be like, hey, look, Emma, I I want to acknowledge, you know, all the late nights and weekends that you worked. You know, I went home to my family and you you helped me do that, where I know that you made sacrifices. So I could be be saying, you know, at the end of the year, look, times are tough. Let's let's use this money to pull out um, grocery vouchers. Let's, let's, you know, because at the end of the year, holiday. yeah, anything, anything that would you know make a, make a difference. Let's agree, like what's what's really important to us, and and um, provide a reward or a, you know a recognition based on that. I think exactly. that's a fantastic idea. You know, yeah. So um, 
Yeah, I mean, that's, you know, that seems to me to, you know, and, and if it fits with your values and alignment and, you know, it, it kind of gets people engaged with the conversation and, and facing up to real life issues, right? Because, you know, it's, um, I, I, you know, like if anyone actually does that, um, and um, yeah, please, please let us know because, you know, I love to, love to help celebrate that with you and, um, and hear more about that. And I think, is there any other like tools or um, things that we would, you know, suggest uh, for individuals and leaders at this time with this process? Yeah, I mean, I think compassion, being compassionate for yourself and others. We really need to come back to the fact that, you know, um, it's stressful, right? We, we, you premised this at the uh, premised it at the front with the anxiety and the fear that we all feel about these evaluations. So, come in with some care and compassion, and, and prepare and give it, give it the, you know, give it the care that it needs, um, and the foundations of, mm. you know, remembering how people's health is, um, uh, and you know that what what they're having to deal with in in you know, in the environment they're working in and also at home and in the in their real world. So, you know, we need to be, again, I just keep saying holistic about it and support. Um, I do think, you know, it's being honest and open in these things. Um, it feels yeah, like definitely. sometimes we're sitting, we're still holding back because, you know, are we, are we going, are we being evaluated in the evaluation? <laughs> it's like, you know, it's like, oh my God, it's like, yeah, so tense. Um, but actually saying, look, you know, this this year's been tough for me, or or this year's been amazing for me. Whatever it is, really, really bring it bring it forward at this time. Um, yeah, yeah, totally. And I would just echo on that. You know, um, you know that, you know, as a leader, how are you holding a safe space for people to have those conversations yeah. with you? And you know, I mean, I was talking to someone today who, you know, we were talking about their, you know, having the courage to be authentic and really, you know, and it's not not drama. It's actually just speaking exactly as you said what was going on from a very calm and centered place. Mm-hmm. And and you know, this he was actually quite concerned about doing that because mm-hmm. you know, like you know, the feeling like, well, if I if I'm silent, at least I'm not giving anyone any ammunition to potentially blacklist me down the down the line. You know, and I mean, that is so sad, you know. Um, So, yeah, so my um, tools would be, you know, during during this time and and particularly as we we are heading into the holiday season and you've got this crazy stuff going on, plus, of course, all the end of year deadlines and stuff that, that, you know, comes up, you know, let's get everything done by the end of the year. And Emma and I, I think we're going to do another session on getting towards the end of the year. Um, take care of yourself, right? So up all the, up all your, you know, mental and physical, you know, health um, foundations. You know, make sure you're getting your good sleep, your hydration, your nutrition. You know, getting out into nature, maintaining your social connections. You know, more than ever. You know, so not just letting this slide because oh, I'm busy at this time of the year. See it as part of the work. See it as the package of high performance. You know that we need to look after our our whole persons, you know, our brains and and the body. You know, it's I read a great quote the other day, which was, you know, most people think their body is just to move their brains from meeting to meeting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah. actually, you know, what are the conditions of high performance cognitively, right? And, and of course, you know, tapping into the rest of our intelligences. So don't skimp on the basics. You know, if anything, up 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 your protocols on that. 
and um yeah and you know keep that kindness and compassion for yourself and others and keep it simple and on the, and on that note i need to get to yoga <laughs> exactly you do well let, i'm not going to be the person who holds you back from that yeah, awesome well everybody um i i hope everyone's you know if this topic is of interest to you um you know do what do what you can control you know and yes. if you know and let the rest of it go you know really like um yeah, so lots of information here. Hopefully you've got um, some tools that you can um, pick up if it resonates with you. And as always, please let Emma and I know if we can help you beyond this. And, you know, we understand that things can get bigger than just uh, listening on a podcast. We're here to help you. And, um, yeah, let us know. And if you enjoyed this episode and found it helpful, please share it and, and send it to others. We really appreciate it. So until next time, enjoy your yoga, Emma. And thanks for listening to Bad Work Stories Made Good with Emma and Karina. We hope you enjoyed this episode and that the perspectives we had shared stimulate your thinking and are a catalyst for your own reflections and actions. If you have a bad work story you would like to share, get in touch at help at badworkstoriesmadegood.com. And if you enjoyed or have some feedback, please leave a review. We appreciate it. Till next time, may all your bad work stories be made good.